everybody, welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast. We are your hosts, Steve and Will. Indeed we are, buddy. Hey, everyone. Like how I'm just like reeling that off. Hey, before we get started today, I got a, I got a skill testing question for you. I mean, not really. Let's test our mic. It's a more of a, it's more of like a preference question. I think in the, in the industry, you know, any sort of this professional industry, this would be called a segue. All right. Here's a question. I took a ride on one of those. <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right. Smooth peanut butter or crunchy peanut butter? I like us. I like, um, I like them both. I like them both. I think I tend to go for a smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on what's on my agenda. Right. Well, if that's I'm planning the thing. on a bunch of, am I buying jam or jelly? Right. Well, that's the thing. I'm, you know, I'm having jelly. I like a crunchy peanut butter. There's a little less texture in a jelly. If I'm having jam, okay. sometimes you All got right. whole berries in there. Will little strawberries. Yeah. That's going to, that's going to take over your kind of like your crunch factor or your, your, uh, your, your consistency. It's got a crunch factor. It's got a, yeah, exactly. It, do, it does have a consistency to it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that there's not applications Oops. for both, but if we're going here, like if we're going at the most purest form of enjoying peanut butter, which is, I think either just enjoying peanut butter on a piece of bread or toast or just licking it off the spoon I think you gotta go smooth. Licking butter. it off the spoon. You just eat there with a spoon of peanut butter. Well, you don't. It's delicious. No, I don't. I put it on things. What? Go stop the podcast. We're stopping the podcast right now. Go down. Get a get your get a jar of smooth peanut butter. I know Absolutely you got some. Not doing any of this here. Acting like I've never fucking had a spoonful of peanut butter. I have. I'm human. I just don't choose to do it. I'll just take a piece of fruit. <laughs> chop up a fruit. Maybe a celery. Ooh. See, and we I'll, can get into the ASMR uh, business this way. Just chomping down on celeries. I'll bite an onion. I'll bite an onion on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash chapter by chapter. We'll set up an onion tier. Then we put you on Twitch. And if we hit it, I'll bite into a big old yellow onion. Oh, actually, yeah. You know what? If we hit five subscribers by the end of this this year's season. Don't tell tell them that we don't have five. If we we hit 500. 500. (laughs) (laughs) 500 steve will bite into an onion all right steve i think you've got a little introduction for us hit hit me hit me hit me you do not beg the sun for mercy muadib's travail from the stilgar commentary see that steve not not this summer with this heat you can't beg the sun do not beg he's the coming sun in for mercy. he's coming in literally hot it's like that level in Hot Super Mario Bros. Did. 3, man. Where you're running and the sun, it won't fucking, that sun is coming to burn your buns. So you better put some sunscreen on. There's been a couple of Mario sun levels. You, don't, you clearly people and every listener, right? you've now seen Will be exposed. Right? He doesn't know. This is why he has a podcast where he plays no, games never, that he should have played. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So like, no, I've never played Mario 3. So is he on the sun or is it just like a sun-like thing? Is he on the sun? So I'm asking. Ask no. That's what I'm asking. Is a desert level, Will. Okay. This is right. fucked up. Okay. I have to explain this. <laughs> you know? It's a desert level. I believe it is in zone two. About halfway right. through. And it's pretty clear sailing until you get there. And then even the levels is not necessarily that tough. 
but it brings up a lot of emotions in, in a lot of us and it gets gets us all fired up and we hate that fucking sun. And then there's a whole new level of difficulty that's mm. involved. And anyways, the sun will follows you. It's like one of those, I don't know what you call it, but in the old side scrollers where the sun stays on screen at all time, it follows you. It's in the sky and it's diving down at you. Okay. Oh no. Like a hawk. And oh, if it no. touches you, touches you, you die. Instant skin oh, wow. cancer. Sorry. <laughs> uh, death by sun. <laughs> So it's uh wow. okay. again, you know, it's pretty fucked up that we had to just explain that because uh, everyone know every like everyone knows except the guy with the video game podcast. So guess what? Hey. This is a this is a this is a segue for us to announce the next season of or the next episode of Last Gen Arcade, Super Mario Three, Chapter Eleven. All right, this one's special because Steve, it's not. It's not. No, it's, it's just special. another it fucking is. chapter of politics. Politics? Politics? It's another chapter of politics so, uh, revolving around uh, Aaliyah's womb, Paul's well, Paul's <laughs> dick, Irulan's womb. Uh, let you know, hate, hate, hates dick. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot of womb talk. There's a lot of uh, uvios, spurt, speed, talk, talking, and it's yeah. like we're in the sand, we're in the desert, buddy. Yeah, but there's like that's what it, what that's what I'm talking about. Like when it's that when it's that heat, you know. This whole chapter is fucking politics about having babies, man. And it's and pretty it's, much, you know. But there's cool things about this. This there's is like cool what hanging out it. with like anyone I know is like right now. All they talking, all they talk to me about is baby politics. Well, I want to have a baby. You don't want a baby. Oh, we already have a baby. Oh, I wish we didn't have the baby. Oh, I have the baby. I want to put him in the school. I wanted to put the baby in the school. I want to learn karate. I don't want to learn karate. I want to learn jujitsu. It's true. That's true. I mean, that is kind of what's happening. Uh, yeah. No, you know what? I never really thought of it that way. I thought of it more of like the literal sense of what, uh, what Frank Herbert was going for. Kind of like the game of Thrones, sort of like who's going to run this town tonight. Yeah. This is the, this is the game of wombs. This is game of wombs right now. <laughs> Cause they're like, where are we going to put the little prince boy? We would, would you like him inside of you? But or it's an interesting deal. We will put it in your sister. Paul's like, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, perhaps. I don't know. It's not like yeah. I can see the future. Well, it's it's an interesting deal. Like there's the whole kind of lead up to it is is cool. It's probably one of the more striking visuals of the Dune series thus far is uh Re- Auntie Helen coming into the throne room and the throne room is designed to be like one of the biggest rooms she's ever been in. It's like a fucking like it's I like, think man. it's like three Olympic gyms. I don't know. I think it's all mirrors. <laughs> I think it there's at least mm at least 47 mirrors in there that are doing all sorts of visual... Uh, That's true. Visual magic! That's true. Well, I mean... of the mind. Auntie Helen... <clears throat> Auntie Helen even, like, notices it while she's, like, walking in. She's noticing that the room is designed to create this illusion and also to make Paul seem bigger at the end of the room. Even though she has to, like, walk, like, 200 meters or whatever needs she needs to do, swimming Olympic swimming pool across the room to get to him, Probably it's even mirrors. bigger than that. So like 10 feet. And it's all mirrors. You know, a little bit of light tricks. He's probably wearing a little bit of, a little bit of makeup. You know, make him seem even bigger. Okay. You know, but it's all, but that's part of the game, right? You don't want to just like in the game of wombs, it there's there's a little bit of theatricality in it. You know how Daenerys walked out of uh the of uh the red keep and the, okay. the Jakaris yeah, I saw behind that. her. I watched that. Ja- ah! Wow. Uh, this is a good time for <laughs> to shout out our sponsor, 
Um, Game of the Thrones. Fucking the Red Dragon. <laughs> What's it called? Fire and Fire and Blood. Yeah, fire and Blood. To, House of the go Dragon. To, go to fireandblood.com uh, and put in code uh, chapter by chapter. Get and a free get month a, of HBO Max. You'll get a free month of HBO Max, and you will get a special behind the scenes um, ep- clip of every episode, except the last one. Also, go to our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash chapter by chapter. Uh, listen, listen, we're having fun. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. Don't do that. I mean, you could try, but it won't take you far. Uh, smoke and mirrors, smoke and mirrors. Making I didn't say anything about smoke. Than he is. I did. I didn't say anything about smoke. <laughs> all right, it's all illusion. But like uh, this whole this whole thing is just like Auntie Helen. She's too smart for this game. Paul knows she's too smart for this game. And this whole like walk up sort of thing is kind of like a is Paul just doing like a one up on her, just going like, look, look, man, I got the power here in this situation. She knows it. He knows that he's doing like a ruse thing. But as soon as she shows up. And they're like in talking distance with each other. She's like, he's like, all right, let's go to the comfy room with like the couches and stuff. You know, well, we after it's out a, here because you have to have the meet, you have to have the meet off and you have to, you have to, you have to pre- mm-hmm. present yourself ready for anything to happen. And, it's like when and, the lawyers go into the judges chambers, you know, they uh, discuss, they make a deal. They all right? come in with a briefcase, even though the briefcase is just full of like empty taquitos and lottery tickets. Yeah. Taquito wrappers. Uh, they go back into the chambers and like, and like, Steve aptly said it's game of wombs in there. Everybody's talking babies. There's baby politics going on. They're trying to figure out which school this kid's going to go to. Not really, but essentially it comes down to this. Paul is like, all right, I'm going to play it my way. You, the Benny Jesuit, I'm going to give you my seed. All right. I'm going to give you my seed for you to do with what you will. All right. (laughs) See what I mean? What you will. Yeah, exactly. As far as he knows, like he's they're gonna do Benny Jesuit stuff. You I'm know, they're gonna try in my to... garden. I'm gonna fuse it with a tomato tree. Tree? You know, he probably <laughs> would prefer that. <laughs> I would get a little Duke Leto tomato. Aw. Right? It's got a beard. No, he's not little, he's big. Also plays Moon Knight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he says to Benny Jesuit, I'm going to give you that. But the caveat is, is that I'm still going to have a child with Cheney, and that child is going to be on my throne. My throne. All right. I my decide throne. who's going to su- succeeding this boy and is one of my one of my peeps. All right. That's how, how the kids say it nowadays when they're talking about who's going to succeed their throne. It's one of my peeps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you guys can't do anything about it. And the way that he's saying, like, you can have my seed, he's inferring that he, he says to them, you can only have it through artificial insemination. And that is a big thing. I'm pretty sure the way he says it is artificial insemination. Yeah, he says it. Yeah, that's exactly it. I think Thank you. one of our listeners out there said that that, <laughs> that voice, your Muad Steve voice, is your impersonation for practically everybody. And he's not wrong. Well, I honestly feel attacked by both of you um, at you saying that. And I think that what you're not right. hearing are the different levels of uh, decibels, right? And <laughs> decibels. That's right. That's right, Will. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And they're not right. always seeing my face, which you're not even always seeing, right? And there's all sorts that's of true, actually. 
That is that is a good point. There there are different faces that go on with these voices. So even if you can't pick on the decibel changes and the slight tonal readings that are going on in here, which are 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 subtle but distinct, the faces are a whole different ballgame. They are they are turning into all kinds of shapes, ovals, triangles. Yeah, so you've already you've already flip flopped on your opinion, which is incredibly easy to do. No, you've um, uh, no. you've you've convinced me. You've convinced me. Well, thank you because I didn't um, think. I didn't think of your face. I wasn't. It takes uh, a village. See what I mean? I can just Guess say that anything, shit. you know. <laughs> Rome was not built in a day. You know, it wasn't built in a day, man. It took like <laughs> it took a long time. I, like, I don't know. If, like, I don't know if you actually thought it that took, maybe it was. It took forever. A day or even like a, a little bit. It's a. Like, it's a city. All right. So the problem is with this artificial insemination, Steve, is that it's shunned upon because of the OC Bible. All right. Yeah, no. This is no. Like, this is bad. This is like not what I want to read. I want to read about worms in the sand, not artificial insemination forced through a okay. Bible. Yeah. You know what? Get used to this, man, because this is this is a lot of this series, at least as far as I, I read so far. I can't wait. Yeah, this is a big. This is a big. I can't part, fucking so wait, man. In. What are we gonna? What? Are, how's it going? How are we doing this? Right, turkey baster. We got a big sort of robot <laughs> with like little fucking squirt gun arms. Like, what's going on? Robot squirt gun arms. Probably the same robot that was in uh, Star Wars Episode Three. You know the Uba, the pregnancy Uba. bot, the, the one that looks like an Xbox 360 controller. Exactly. That's how yes, I. Pro- I, do, that's I, a, I do. I do know. You that's think I that think how Fuck Paul. I mean. uh Call someone. I don't know. Maybe we'll put a baby in call. <laughs> we don't know. We no, can't rule it. We can't rule it. Anyway. All bets are off. So uh because of that, it implies that you know humans are animals, and the Bene Gesserit aren't about that. And it gives Paul kind of like this leverage over Auntie Helen and the Bene Gesserit, saying that if you take my seat and try to take my throne, then the the news that this child was born out of a like blasphemous sort of way will then make you guys seem like the biggest monsters of the universe and thus making me and my family more powerful. They get their way, but only in like secret, you know, they can kind of manipulate gene lines for in the future, but even then, and then they were like, then, you know, Auntie Helen, she turns to hate and she's like, all right, measure the deal out for me. Tell me the truth. And Paul gives gives him the word. And he's like, this is where I get a little confused though, is when, hate does his calculation and he says something along the lines of like well we can't we can't understand how far the Bene Gesserit are willing to go in controlling bloodlines or something along those lines and he's referring to the Tleilak Sioux fish people would uh, no that's the spacing that spacing guild they're all they're all fucking they're all fish man yeah I guess to me you're right you're right you're right you're right you're right but here's the thing is if by ref- inferring that the Benny Gesserit might work with the Tleilaxu, he plants a, an idea in uh, Auntie Helen's head about actually using the Tleilaxu, which is even more blasphemous, not this just using smart. an artificial this is smart. insemination, but even more infl- blasphemous. At first, she's like, ew, no, never in a million years. And then she's like, well, wait a second, because she's considering all the possibilities. Atreides' blood is so, so valuable. In terms of like, this is the Kwisatz Haderach. We got to preserve this bloodline. Yep. She's like, yep. the what is going to be? The baby's going to be a god instantly. So it's a, essentially, you know, we have to be careful about this bloodline. 
And then she starts considering like, well, if it doesn't really matter, like if it doesn't really matter how we get the seed and it doesn't matter through whose artificial insemination it is, don't you think the purest way of doing this is crossing your line with Aaliyah's? And every and that's when like, you know, that's when I heard Steve from across the city just go like, ah! I didn't say that. Slam no. the book. I did not say that. Instead, I turned everything off. Everything. <laughs> I went to bed. Nice. All right. Okay. Well, uh, you know, thanks for going along with that bit. It didn't work. But yeah. It is uh it is uh quite shocking. It's quite shocking that uh Reverend Gaius Helen Mahayam would go that far. She doesn't even say the word so much, but she like infers it. She's like, What about she like looks at Leah and Paul's like, fuck no. Absolutely not. She's like, <laughs> Paul, isn't it really strange? Have you noticed the weird trends on Pornhub these days? <laughs> Everything, it's, for, I don't, it's not for me. I don't, I'm not watching. And I, I, I just, ah, uh, brothers, sisters, step, step, brother, step, baby gods, old warm yeah. people. <laughs> you know, let's see hey. where, uh, you know, I'm just, you know, we're drunk. We're all drunk here. Yeah, it's uh all of a sudden it turns it pans back to her and uh she's grilling up hot dogs and she just keeps putting them in buns and taking them out of the bun. <laughs> and she's just staring at Paul. <laughs> right in the eyes. Do you want a do you want a wiener? I don't know what I don't know what's happened to her voice, guys and girls. Aaliyah and everyone Wiener <laughs> Would you like Would you like a brat? Paul and she's just like looking right at him again, sliding it in, sliding it out. <laughs> He's like, "No, no, I'm fine. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm fine. Are you sure? Yeah. No, that's uh, yeah, that's that's more or less what's kind of. Paul shuts it down almost immediately, but the gears start turning, and this is where I get a little confused. Actually, is how hate is kind of referring this Talax Talaxu method. Is he saying it does? This mean that guys Helen Mahayim <clears throat> is considering using Tleilaxu methods to like create future golas of Aaliyah and Paul to preserve the bloodline or to create golas to kind of crossbreed with this with Paul's seed in some sort of way to preserve this bloodline. Or are they sure sounds like it from the amount of detail you went in there, Mr. I've read the book before, so I, I'm just like no, I'm like, is it take that is with that a grain of sand as you will, listeners? Because I'm going to take over the whole hourglass of sand. Is so that what she's inferring, or is she more inferring to, uh, literally crossing, uh, Paul and Aaliyah, and then using Tleilaxu ways to create genetic mutations to keep the bloodline pure and just like guide the process to the being that they want this child or future children to be at some point. Cause like this next person may not be the Kwisatz Haderach, but it could be ne- the next important step. Is this how they we- end up making a big old fucking worm baby? Spoilers. Oops. Uh, there's a worm <laughs> no. with a face in the series. Again, people, if you don't know, I mean, sorry, but uh, it's like watching star Wars and someone's like, there's Ewoks at one point. And you're like, oh, it's what? even dumber. I'm not going to lie to you. It's way dumber. Ewoks are dumb. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the uh, the Ewoks. I'm talking about okay. how they may, how Worm Boy comes to play. And it's way dumber than you think. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Paul fucks a worm. 
<laughs> I wish. <laughs> Denis Villeneuve just on location in whatever desert in the middle of nowhere. All right, Timothy. I hope it's not Action. like he just fucking masturbates into the sand one night and walks away and then a worm comes by and is like, yum, 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 yum. I am a worm and I eat all of the minerals. Ah! Yum, yum, it's yum, not the yum, furthest yum. thing from the idea. Love those sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a worm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Little. That was a worm, buddy. Wow. 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 That, was a, that was a worm. All right. So essentially, Paul's like, "Fuck that idea." And uh, Aaliyah's or not Aaliyah, guys, Helmheim was like, "Well, all right. If you if this is the only offer you're giving me is through this artificial insemination way, I'm gonna need to talk to my colleagues because it's not in in the grand scheme of things." It's not a terrible deal, but it does make Paul like it does mean that Paul kind of wins the argument against the Bene Gesserit. Like the the reason for the Bene Gesserit to be in this plot to destroy Paul Mo, Paul Paul Muad'Dib uh, is moot now because they have what they want. Mm. So it's it's like an instant kill. It's like it's almost like an instant kill. You know, Paul is almost inadvertently kind of setting paths towards winning these arguments. Like he's kind of seeing the future, but also not, but he just knows kind of like things to say at the right point, even if they're fucking crazy at the time. Mm. You know what I mean? Cause he still has it in him. He still has it. He still has a little bit, you know? I wonder if he's, I wonder how he's going to get his groove back. When? The other, the other flip side of this is uh, because of hate mentioning the Tleilak Zoo, in this conversation and bring the Tleilak Sue in some sort of play is hate actually he's is is hate actually moving towards his program job which is to destroy Paul is this a move that he's using maybe not know. so not that he I not knows like know he's a sleeper agent program. right I think he is here to destroy something else and it fits the <laughs> same theme of uh <laughs> <laughs> Of uh, Helen McGuire's uh, hot dog game. <laughs> yeah, once uh, she can't get like Paul's attention with the hot dog game, she immediately starts looking at hate Duncan Idaho, Jason Momoa. I mean, I think that that deal sealed. That's we, you know, that, that writing's on, on the wall, and it is all written with Jason Momoa's penis. <laughs> wow, wow, that it is, is. A, that is a image. That is an image in my head. Okay, on that note, I don't think there's much left for me to talk about. <laughs> no, this is another unsettling chapter and a series of unsettling chapters. Oh, it's and... not getting better. It's not getting better, dude. It's all downhill. I mean, thank you for listening. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to another episode. Uh, follow us on all of the stupid things, social medias, chapter by chapter, podcasts in some variation or another. Type it in. We'll be there. And we'll be here. Even on Samsung. Yeah, Samsung. All of you Samsung listeners. We have a new peak coming from the Sam- from Samsung. What's that about? Get at I have us. No idea. At chapter by chapter podcast at gmail.com. And we will see you back here tomorrow for chapter 12 of a little old book called Doom Side.
another day, another Patreon Gouda Grandmaster shout-out. This one's very special because we got a brand new Gouda Grandmaster joining the ranks. That's right. We got somebody else who hates money and deciding to give it to us today. So today, we are thanking not one, not two, but three Gouda Grandmasters. First off, we got Big Cheese Daddy. You all know him and love him. Second of all, we got Degree for Women, one of our newest subscribers. And third of all, we got Nicole. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. Really do appreciate it. If you guys want to see what they're getting on the Patreon, hit the links in the description. They're right there. 